Hello, uh, this is Malachi. Welcome to the Halloween special. I'm recording this solo, also very inebriated. Uh, so if I'm slurring my words, or if I just sound different than usual, it's because I'm recording this at almost midnight my time, uh, directly after watching the movie that uh, I'm going to be reviewing, and I am quite inebriated. Um, so the movie I'm talking about is The Ouija Experiment, which is a movie that um, I love to hate, and I hate that I love. Um, it is a fantastically terrible movie. Um, it's one of the worst movies I've ever watched, period. It is fundamentally flawed on almost every single level of filmmaking, whether it is script or acting or directing um cinematography sound design um sound mixing it's terrible but i love its ineptitude because it is a it is a horror movie that also tries to do comedy and so what you have is uh if anyone's seen the village you know that the nighttime scenes are where it gets hilarious and the daytime scenes are where it's truly scary because it's absolute cringe this movie's similar to that, where this movie has a lot of cringe to it, but it's kind of funny, and then the nighttime scenes and where it tries to be scary is genuinely hilarious, and sometimes I don't know if this film is genuinely trying to be funny or if it's just inept so much that is hilarious. Usually it's that case, but sometimes the film is trying to be genuinely funny, but I'll get into that later. So, um, the basis the basis of this film um <laughs> god i can feel how drunk i am right now so the basis of the movie is that you have a group of friends who are in the texas area who are uh using a ouija board and one of the friends are filming it for a film class that they have at uh, a new york university but they're in texas so that's a funny joke am i right ladies gentlemen and my non-binary non friends, friends. friends. Um, um it's it's terrible uh, uh spoilers for this movie i genuinely want everyone who listens to this review to go watch this movie right now right now and if you can get inebriated or get high whatever is legal for your age and your state um because that is the most enjoyable way to watch this movie especially if you have other people that want to like shit on a shitty horror movie with you because this movie is fucking hilarious <laughs> like it's just genuinely funny at some points whether it's trying or not um there are a couple scenes in this movie that i just adore for how inept slash hilarious they are um they're it's usually both um so let's start with the opening i i took notes I'm, I'm intoxicated so uh they're a little sloppy and i didn't take the most the greatest notes i took notes on this movie at one point because i was going to review it on my youtube channel but the computer i currently use is a little bit garbage so i never reviewed it i need to at some point review movies on a YouTube channel that I have, and if you really want me to hear me talk about, like, art or politics, and you're hearing this episode, just at me on Twitter and say, 
fucking post that Sam Harris video that you worked on or post that uh video about Hercules in art representation that you have planned. Just any of that would be great. Um if you could yell at me so I could finally do it so I'm not a lazy piece of shit anymore. Anyway, so let's start with the opening. Um, the opening of the movie is like, you know, in those shitty horror movies where they say, like, it's based on true events. This and this happened, and whoa, it's weird, creepy bullshit. Yeah, this movie does that as well. Um, this movie acts like this is based on true events, which it's fucking not. Um, also, it basically states that, like, people who are skeptical to, like, ghosts and shit are just being unreasonable, which is weird. It's it's strange to be honest. Um, so we have a couple. We have five main characters. We only have five. Uh, well, we only have six characters. Uh, we have a couple characters that are shown. But our five main characters are. Uh, let's start with Brandon, who is a big douchebag who is cringe. He is our protagonist. This is a found footage film, so it is shown in. Uh, that kind of perspective. Found footage uh, popularized, I believe, with Cannibal Holocaust in the 1980s. It eventually got very popular with uh, projects like the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. Blair Witch really popularized the genre, and then Paranormal Activity became the really huge commercial huge success movies, which then had, then had, then had, then had. And there are other French movies that use fan footage. Some to better degrees than the movies I previously did, some to worse. I think VHS, which is besides one pretty garbage. And then, fuck, there was something else. I used fan footage. That was decent. That was decent. That was decent. I'm too drunk. I'm too drunk. I'm too drunk. I'm too drunk. I'm too I have a lot of sporadic notes. So I can. So I can. So I can. Plot. Plot. Brandon is a douchebag. Michael. 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 He's a That's his character. Character. Edgy. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin is the best character. I'll talk about him she is a black stereotype and she can be pretty funny in the film and then shay who is uh calvin who is the best part of this movie also uh lynette's sister um Shay is Calvin's girlfriend, one of many, as we come to find out in the film. Ooh, spoilers. I believe I already talked about that. Anyway, um... Like, Brandon is just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have millions of people watch, even though I have 12 subs, and it's like, cringy on purpose, but like, it's not that funny because it's cringe. It's just like, Brandon, you're a fucking douchebag, and go fuck yourself. Like... No one gives a fuck about you, my guy. Um, in the first ten minutes, you have mics peak multiple times because they don't know how to mic up actors. And I'm pretty sure they're just using the camera mic. 
which is an interesting idea. Not a good one, but an interesting one. Um, they make a reference to Twilight at some point, where it's like, do you even know about ghosts? And, like, Brandon goes, Twilight. And Michael's like, that's about vampires. You're just wrong. It wasn't funny. It's just kind of cringe. Like, when this movie tries to be funny most of the time, it's pretty. It's just pretty cringy. But when this movie tries to be, like, terrifying or, like, serious, it comes off so comedic. It's fucking fantastic. Um... You know, there's an interview scene at the beginning, which is kind of well-paced, you know, like, narratively, like, you'll have someone bring up something, and then you'll have the characters that pertain to talk about it. Like, you'll have a character bring up a crush, and then you'll have that next character talk about how they also have a crush on that character, or how their brother's a player, and then you'll see the brother talk and be, like, inept at talking to his girlfriend, but the girlfriend believes it, even though he's obviously cheating. Um, so it's, like, well-paced, but it's terribly acted, and it's terribly written. Like, how it's kind of directed, it, like, it, like, the, it flows well, but everything in it is absolute garbage. And this is the point where I'm wondering, or as I was taking down my notes and not as drunk as I am currently, I, I asked myself, is it a comedy? I like to view this movie as a comedy. Like, this movie is just genuinely hilarious. I just love it to death. Um, here are some quotes from the movie driven by Lynette, who typically, unlike Calvin, uses a lot of American, uh, African-American vernacular English, which is... Mm, she says, oh, shut the front door, and then uh, says briefly after that, Grandmama never, uh, never raised no fool. Which is an interesting thing to read as I'm reading um, Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Are Watching God, which uses a lot of African-American vernacular English. But it was written by a black author who was talking about the black experience in a very authentic and real way. And talking about how black women have to deal with the society that they live in. Even black women get subjugated in black communities. And it's a very thoughtful thought-provoking novel and and this just uses for like racist jokes most of the time there are a couple racist jokes but we'll get back to that later um so it turns out that like brandon's coming to film this i haven't talked about the plot a lot so brandon with shay and like they all just know each other through coincidence basically it's a bunch of bullshit like michael is Michael is Calvin's best friend, and Brandon knows Lynette through film school, and Lynette is Calvin's sister, and yeah, that's, and Shay is dating Calvin, and they met the night, same night as Michael, who tried to hit on Shay, but she ended up going with Calvin, it's a bunch of bullshit, um, and they eventually, like, have this gathering where they, uh, and communicate to spirits via a Ouija board. Um, and there are three rules, like gremlins, you know, about Ouija boards. In case you don't know, here, let me educate you. According to this film, there are three rules, three important rules to Ouija boards. They follow, as I quote, never ask a spirit how it died. That being rule number one. Rule number two being, never ask how you will die. Because that will eventually make it happen through, like, 
placebo effect type bullshit. Um, placebo effect is a real thing, but it's more of like if you if you ask it and it tells you a date, then you will internalize that date, and then when it happens, then you'll die, which is seems to be horseshit. And then rule number three, um, the never let it eat after midnight rule. Uh, rule number three, never leave the board without saying goodbye to the spirits. That's like, ooh. And soon afterwards, you get your first out of, this is a very liberal. I could have went way more conservative, and it probably would have been upwards of 20. I put 11 because I was being very generous to the film. Uh, 11 jump scares? There are a shit ton of shitty jump scares in this movie, and they're genuinely held. They're, they're mostly hilarious of just like, are you are you trying to scare me with someone saying boo? Or, it's like, I believe it was the woman in black where, like, they have a jump scare where it's a loud sound of an oven turning on. That might be Ouija 2014. I confused that jump scare between the two. Uh, it's, God, that's genuinely bad. Um, and, like, they give the characters, like, weird quirks. Like, Michael just, like, hates that Brandon's filming him the entire time. It's, it's weird. Uh, so when they communicate with the Ouija board, because I guess I have to talk about the plot of this movie, um, <laughs> when they communicate with the Ouija board, they find the spirit of a five-year-old girl named Gracie, and then they find the spirit of a 34-year-old woman named Lisa, who is uh, Gracie's mom, who is trying to keep Gracie safe from Joseph, and Gracie was said to drown, so they ask, and also Joseph was shot, according to Lisa. So, um, during this point, you can tell that Calvin is, like, obviously cheating on Shay. Like, it isn't... It's, like, dramatic irony, you know? Like, how not all of the characters know, but, like, we as the audience know. It's literally everyone but Shay knows that Shay is being cheated on, which is... You know? Um, so... Calvin is, like, talking to one of his other girlfriends, and Shay asks who he's talking about, and it becomes drama, and they eventually, like, fight, and it ends up being Lynette and Michael, who are the ones who are on the Ouija board, because you can't break the rules on the first one. Um, so, so, so. Lynette eventually, Lynette eventually makes, Lynette uh, makes uh, some uh, reference some to, like, reference to like, that's how the black, how the black the first black person dies in the movie. It's just like, okay, like, okay, okay, that's not that's commentary. commentary. That's just that's a fourth wall kind of break. This is a character in a shitty horror movie who is very stereotypically black. I just hate how Lynette's written most of the time. She can be fucking hilarious because the stupid shit she says, but oh my god. Uh, eventually they go to Michael's bedroom where, like, the pictures are all facing down and whatnot, and it's kind of stupid bullshit. Um, and then we have a genuinely probably my favorite scene out of the entire movie, that which is where Calvin, you know, the... I, ha I haven't said this, but Calvin is the comedic relief. He is a big, beautiful black man uh, who attracts all of the ladies, uh, he tries to film a sex tape. It's genuinely hilarious. If 
like they i could tell they're trying for comedy here it works i it's it's partially because the acting is so bad it's so fucking funny i love this scene i think it's my favorite scene in the entire movie and you don't have to get that far to watch it it's so fucking funny there is some dialogue where Shay obviously can tell that there's a camera being set up for a sex tape. And she says, I don't want this to be on YouTube. And Calvin says, almost verbatim, I have the last part of this quoted exactly. I didn't rewind to have all of this quoted. Um, so, this isn't going to be on YouTube or XTube. The only place it's going to be is on my tube. And that is a genuinely hilarious line for how corny, stupid, and moronic that is. Like, if you're familiar with the song Bedrock, where the the gist of the song, the, the joke behind it is, Call me Mr. Flintstone, I can make your bedrock. This is the, like, movie equivalent of that shitty song by uh, Young Money. Um... I fucking love that scene. It's so fucking funny. It's also you get to see Calvin's butt, which is pretty good. Um, I do have written in my notes Calvin equals good ass, so you know that it's true. I have Dame Bramage. How's it spelled in the Spanish way? With an F. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> you know how it makes sense? Hey. Don't don't knock my stupid ph i'll die hard on like i'll just die with because i'm an american i'll unnecessarily attach myself to things that aren't relevant <laughs> and then jerf will just cut it when they feel it's good hey you right or like maybe even like a, a thing saying to join our patreon who can say Join our Patreon. Tell them your processor, Milan. It's bad. Join it. It's an AMD FX. Do it. Right? Do it. Do it. Patreon.com forward slash CCNC. Oh, fuck. If you want to, if you think this is a good podcast, you should either rate us. Or hit the recommend button on your podcast aggregator of choice. Yeah. And if your podcast aggregator of choice doesn't have one of those, just go over to iTunes and like give us five stars. Or download Overcast and hit the recommend button. It's not that hard. We love you. You're valid. I don't and... think we love everyone. So uh, we then get a scene where uh, Brandon, who is our the person who is running the camera most of the film uh, is going to interview Casey, who is a, a ghost as expert or some shit um, on YouTube. And he says, and I quote, this kind of dates the film. Uh, there are three people on YouTube you must know about. Lonely Island. Cigar Obsessions, which I didn't care to Google because I have better things to do with my life, like be drunk and record this review. And um, KC, which is the person that they're interviewing, um, it's pretty cringy. You have some old YouTube references, some of them which I didn't understand, but uh, 
they reference Antoine Brown, uh, I believe is his name, the hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your husbands, because they're raping everybody up here. Um, they reference that old meme from the early 2010s. So that's, um, was that from the late 2000s? I don't fucking remember. I was young and stupid. Um, some, uh, some good quotes. Uh, excuse me. Some good quotes from that section I have written down are, um, you don't play with the Ouija board and a satanic type spirit. Okay. Two things about both of those statements. So you don't play with the Ouija board. Ouija boards were produced by Hasbro. I am getting a message in the Discord. I'm not going to read that till later. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you play with the Ouija board. It's made by the fucking people who fucking make the Transformers toys. It's fine. It's fucking fine. Uh, and also a satanic type spirit. Isn't that just a, a, spirit? a spirit? Like, like what's a satanic? Isn't that a, isn't that a, that a like, demon? Like, what's a satanic type spirit? Versus like a because it a spirit that like this would worship? Because that would just be Satan. That would just be a demon or some shit. Like you know, that'd be Lucifer. Why do you have to say a Satan? I don't know. Like Hasbro. By the way, genuinely makes Ouija boards. Like they make Ouija boards. It's bullshit. Ouija boards are horseshit. It's been a message. Um. So, yeah. And uh, this is at the point where I just got tired of Lynette and the like pretty racist use of uh African American vernacular English. Or is it American African American English vernacular? I think it's African American vernacular English, but um, I could be wrong. Anyway, um, so this is when we get to our second session of the Ouija board, and that's when she, it's originally just Brandon who was filming, and it's really it's really just Shay and Michael who were on the Ouija board, who are talking. Do they want to talk to Gracie because they want to talk to Gracie? They want to talk to Gracie. They want to talk to her. So Shay randomly comes in last with everyone else. So um. Or not, so, uh, uh, besides Calvin, uh, Calvin is not there, and she learns Calvin about uh, Calvin being a cheating uh, piece of Calvin shit. Calvin being a cheating piece of um, shit. And this time, no, uh, because of all the drama that happens with uh, Shay finding out, no one says goodbye finding the board. Uh, then there are some random monster sounds that pop up. I fucking hate this fucking trope. This happens in, like, the village. Uh, it's more annoying in the village. This is movie is just bad. But in the village, you have, like, monster sounds being made by, like, regular human people. You just have monster sounds. My goal is my email. Try to say goodbye to the email. Then it's really to say goodbye to at one point, um, Lynette was like, there's some forgot the first rule of not saying goodbye. Cringe. That was uh, the fucking third Shay, Shay, an Asian American. And, and Lynette, who is uh, black, at one point says, um, um, well, you know karate, and Shay implies that she is not, uh, that she does not know karate. And then Lynette says, well, all of you Asians know some type of martial arts, which is a big fucking cringe and kind of funny for how, like, cringy racist it is. 
just for like the ineptitude of the random Asian racism, like it's a fucking like Rivers Cuomo talking about his preference of women. It's weird. Um, Lynette is a, such an interesting character because she is simultaneously like really funny, but also like harbors a lot of racism both within like her characterization and in like some of the shit that she says. It's kind of weird. I'm trying to read some of my drunk, like, more, my more drunk notes. Sorry if you heard a lot of noise off of that. That was my, my mouth hitting the fucking mic. Um, so, Michael eventually goes to then expect his back broom, and then it's like an old 50s-style looking thing. And then, here's more monster sounds. And then, there are some fucking, like, stock sound effects screams in this movie that happen multiple times. It fucking pisses me off. I hate... May I go on a rant? No. I apologize, whoever, I apologize, whoever is, is editing this. Editing it may be like, sober me or, me or Jeffrey. Or Jeffrey whichever, I apologize for the drunken rants in my Jumping all over the place in my fucking notes. You have a third Ouija board session where Calvin comes in and accuses Michael of exposing Shay. The stock sound effects of screens. That's fucking just You're hiring an actress for a Calvin then tries to communicate via the board to figure out if There's a lot of like shit or not. I can't tell if this is the best scene or not. I really, really, really like the scene where Calvin tries to film a sex tape, which is a funny, funny thing to say. But the scene where they try to do an exposition dump. Where you have where a character have say, a character Gracie, say is Gracie is the daughter of Lisa. Daughter of Lisa. You have a character go, character go. Huh? 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 And Lisa, Lisa is the mother of Gracie. What? 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 It's, it's fucking hilarious. hilarious. It's such it's bad such acting. Bad and I try, like, I'm like, trying, trying, this is partially because of Chris Duckman and how he's talked about acting. Um, but I try uh, but not I try to shit on actors too much. Actors too much. I try to give them praise wherever possible. possible. But God, God, the direction the for these for actors, these actors is so piss poor. It's so, it's so bad. bad. These actors, these actors are, 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 are fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Um, so um, let's go um, back to the scenes of where Calvin is doing the thing and hears the kid. Fucking stock sound effects that he goes to see. He's like, he says, and I fucking quote, I don't know karate, but I know crazy, and I wanted to fucking die. Um, and that's when Calvin dies, and the movie gets genuinely worse after that because Calvin was my was my boy, was my hero. There's a good a good towards the end, actually the end um, that that fucking cracks me up every time. Um, um that, that, that I just that actually, I actually there's two scenes after this that I fucking love. According to but my God, it gets worse where we get the backstory of the ghost. So there are three ghosts. You have Joseph, who at this point you think is the bad ghost, because there's always a bad ghost. You have Gracie, who is the little girl, and then you have Lisa, who is her mom. So what happened is that Lisa was dating some dude who was married. And she wanted to have an event. Like, she wanted to go to Parker, like, have a vacation and fuck this dude. And he's like, I can't do that anymore. And then she grounds, and then she drowns her child in the bath. And then Joseph, who has, uh, I believe, he has some 
like developmental issues it seems which is that's a lot to unpack about how joseph is i'm not equipped to talk about how the represent in this movie is offensive to people who are neurodivergent but i assume people who are neurodivergent would be offended by his portrayal um but the death is just genuinely hilarious some of the acting is so fucking bad especially like okay so lisa drowns gracie and then joseph comes in and he figures out gracie's dead and he tells lisa he's like i'm gonna go tell my mom and he goes to leave and lisa just fucking pulls out a gun and shoots him and it's fucking hilarious um and then that's where you have the climax of the movie uh, Shay eventually at one point like goes to check on Calvin and she dies and she gets killed by Calvin. Then Shay goes and picks up the Ouija board. They head back to Michael's house. Um, there's some other shit that happened. I skipped over some of it. it. It doesn't really fucking matter. Just watch the movie. It's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> um, they eventually get back to Michael's house where they... Uh, Brandon gets, like, beheaded by Lisa, who we now know is the villain of the movie, given the description I gave of the flashback that happens mid-fucking movie. Um, or not mid, but end of movie, you know. Because you gotta have a twist at the end. Ooh. And then they burn the Ouija board, but it turns out, here's the other twist. Michael dies at the end one of the most genuinely funny fucking scenes I've ever seen in cinema. It's one of the most it's one of the most incompetent scenes I've ever seen filmed ever in any movie. It's one of the most incompetent things I've ever seen filmed and put on streaming platforms. By the way, this movie's on fucking YouTube for free. It's just free on YouTube. I saw this originally on Netflix at like 1 a.m. with a couple of friends of mine. And I fell in love with this movie. And that was like three years ago. That No, that had to be like four or five years ago. I fucking love this movie. It, it holds a place in my heart. It's genuinely terrible. I love it. Uh, but Michael dies. And then he's with, he goes back to the bathroom. Uh, with Gracie and Joseph, and he looks to the mirror in the bathroom, and what you see is is a camera suspended there, filming the mirror, and you can't see anyone. But you can see the fucking fishing line that they used to hold up the goddamn camera. It's so fucking bad. It's hilarious. I fucking love this movie. Please go watch this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. In the aspect of like. If I need a good laugh. If I want to get drunk. And just fucking react to a movie. If I just want to like. Watch something garbage. And laugh at it. With like. People who can tolerate. Shitty movies. This. This. Is the fucking movie. This is. Such an underrated movie. That no one knows about. I love this movie so fucking much i am heavily intoxicated right now but it's halloween 
we're all social distancing right now. We're all trying to be safe and not be around people all the time. I get it. So what you should do is if you if you have a partner or have close friends that you can trust to not have COVID, or if you don't, just get yourself, if legal, drugs or alcohol, and sit down and watch this fucking movie. And if you do watch this movie, please tweet at me what you thought about it. I genuinely love this movie. If you love a terrible movie and love laughing at that shit, like if you love The Room, which I haven't seen. Uh, I'm trying to think. If you love like shit like laughing at like the Bye Bye Man, or like watching sci-fi original movies just to be entertained at how terrible they are, like Sharknado and shit. Sharknado's a little self-aware. Sharknado Two is very self-aware, but like, like the fucking shit that's like Mega Croc and Sharktopus. Shit like that. If you love those types of movies, you will fucking adore this movie. I love this movie so fucking much. Um, I hope whoever's listening has a very happy Halloween. I hope that you have a great fucking time doing whatever you're doing. Um, I hope you share this movie with friends. It is free on YouTube. If you just type the Ouija experiment on YouTube, you will fucking find it. Um, I love it to death. It is a genuinely fantastic movie. It's so much fun. It's just... It's so bad. It's just enjoy a bad movie with people you can enjoy it with. And if you only have you to enjoy with, then just tweet at me that you enjoyed the movie while you're... Thank y'all for listening to this Halloween special solo version with me just ranting for however long this is. If you want more of the podcast, follow FM on Twitter, ccnc.fm on Instagram. Subscribe, or subscribe. Is that the right term? I don't know. Donate to our Patreon to give us more money so you can hear more solo reviews out of me, Jeffrey, or Mikey, slash Ronnie. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, at patreon.com slash ccnc. And if you want more of my hot takes from on occasion, follow, or and my just good retweets, follow at bi. E-N-B-Y-M-A-L-A-C-H-I being... Wait, oops, sorry, I said that wrong. Follow at E-N-B-Y-B-I-M-A-L-A-C-H-I at N-B-Y-Malachi on Twitter, and you can see all my hot takes. Um, I believe... Please favorite our podcast on Anchor, which I've been seeing a lot of ads for Anchor recently on my YouTube, which is good because that is the platform that we use, and 
like it's like ads, 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 I can see the future.